Well, I think the people who said no one's interested in this January 6th committee, they got the numbers on their side. As Joe Concha over there from the Hill uh, breaks it down. You take a look at evening newscasts on CBS, NBC, and ABC, and they average anywhere from 18 to 20 million viewers combined on a typical night. Those are newscasts that do not air in prime time. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, so good to be with you guys. The January 6th hearings, which were last night, prime time, you know I stayed up for this stuff, right? You know I did. I was up, cigar in hand, I watched... I do it for you. Uh, they uh, took in 11 million viewers on those same three networks. In prime time, they were give or take 8 million less viewers in a time slot that gets more viewership. Now, you could argue it this way. Well, Tony, that's way more viewers than they normally get for a hearing, isn't it? You could absolutely, absolutely make that argument. You could also make the argument that people watched because, well, it was on. It, 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 it was on, so we just left it on. Now, I have a take on what I saw. I want to share that with you. But I just caught this. It's uh, President Obama uh, talking in Copenhagen about the filibuster. We need to revitalize our political institutions so that people believe the participation is actually worth the effort. In too many democracies, politics feels like a distant and increasingly irrelevant enterprise. Some of that is by design, by the way. In my own country, for example, we have a, what's called a, a filibuster rule in the United States Senate that has effectively made it almost impossible for either party, even when they have a majority, to get anything substantially through the Senate and passed and signed into law. At a certain point, people start wondering, why bother? Man, this was a guy who taught the Constitution, so they say. It never dawned on him that the less movement, the better. The slower, the better. Frustrating, maybe. But when you've got something, you've got something that America can work with, deal with, accept, rationalize. It prevents the radicalness, like, for example, the radicalness of Barack Obama. See, just, you, you will never, ever convince me that his view of 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 American society is a valuable one. He just he just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have it at all. Now, I watched, I paid attention. My take on on these hearings is is as follows. There is no insurrection here. There's no incitement to insurrection here. There was a riot here. People got hurt here. There should be prosecutions. Someone should be taking a look at who killed Ashley Babbitt. Mike Pence comes out of this looking stronger 
And Donald Trump comes out of this looking not necessarily weaker, but doesn't come out of this looking like everybody's still looking at him. Let me break this down just a just a bit. Uh, there is no doubt that the way this was presented, you would think that this was just the conclusive proof of how guilty Donald Trump is. None of that is true. This is a witch hunt from beginning to end, and it played as one. And Liz Cheney is as guilty of engaging the witch hunt as anybody else out there. She should be ashamed of who she is. Not because she has an issue with how Trump acted and things that Trump did. That's fine. Because rational people can have an issue with things Trump did. Like people can have a rational issue with the things Pete Buttigieg has done. You can, you can, you can have that. To be a part of this committee, to be used in this way, to gleefully, joyfully want to be used in this way. A propaganda moment. Remember, once you're done with this committee, they're going to go after you, Liz Cheney, like it's their job. Let me share this from a guy by the name of Don Winslow. You may have never heard of Don Winslow a day in your life. Don Winslow is an author, has over 800,000 followers on Twitter. He is a leftist. Don Winslow tweets out, Guess who voted against the Voting Rights Act? Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Guess who took money from the NRA for many years and had an N and A ratings from the NRA? Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. And holy blank, have you take one minute to see their votes on women's rights and abortion rights. Nate Silver over at the 538 blog uh, writes, these people really don't understand that if you're trying to build a broad bipartisan consensus on a certain issue, for example, like January 6th was bad. It is necessarily uh, requires you uh, building coalitions with people who disagree with you on other issues like abortion. But they're not interested in building coalitions. They're interested in utilizing useful idiots and then destroying them. Do you really think that these people like Mitt Romney? How many despicable words did they have for Mitt Romney who is one of the most congenial people you're ever going to meet. Lied about him paying his taxes. Harry Reid, that despicable, no good guy. Uh, uh, the dog on the car. Binders full of women. And now all of a sudden, he's a stand-up guy? Stop it. And they don't think that about Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger either. I don't think that Liz Cheney is a stand-up woman. She has failed herself miserably. And it has nothing to do with whether or not she agrees or disagrees with Trump or thinks Trump is guilty of many things. She can think that. She can think that and be a Republican. To be a part of this committee, I only hope they vote her out of office. You did not prove insurrection or incitement of insurrection. The videos last night, which were unbelievably edited, despicably edited, uh, and and commentary about things that were said to President Trump. Hey, you lost. Bill Barr saying, hey, you lost. His own daughter, etc. That will signal to the political right and independents and moderates that you're fine with Ron DeSantis. You know what? Maybe Trump, for all his fighting and the necessary fighting and the value of teaching fighting, he's not worth the trouble. And if there was any question about that, even though people had long been thinking it, that's now gone. And you will see that develop over the next weeks and months. 
You've already seen it in straw polls before this. This is just uh, just a, a push you over the edge moment. Okay, DeSantis, uh, uh, Pompeo, uh, Abbott, or Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. I can easily vote. I can have an easier time uh, voting uh, for them. And and uh, Trump, it makes it easier for them to win. I just can't have this Biden guy and these radical progressives done. People no longer have to ask themselves, oh my gosh, am I going to have to vote for Trump? Let's move past it. And you tell me, does that mean Trump's not getting the nomination? Hell if I know. I have no idea if Trump's going to get the nomination. It's way too far away. What I'm telling you is this will signal too many, and not just Republicans, that there's a hassle here that isn't necessary. Go with DeSantis, it's easier. Practicality is one of the things this exposes. It exposes that Mike Pence, in the face of insanity, held strong to a conviction that he did not have the power to send these uh, uh, electors back to the states, which I also don't believe he did. I think he comes out of this looking strong. And it's going to be weird to see Democrats praising him and then also claiming, oh, by the way, he hates gay people. That's going to be that's going to be very weird. So I think this is this is very helpful uh, to Pence. It doesn't help him win a primary. Doesn't help him win a general. Let's let's not be silly. Look, what we said about Liz Cheney and what the left is already going to do. You know, the, the minute they're done using her, they'll 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 throw her out with the trash. The same thing would be true about Pence. Pence is just too smart to play that game. There was a there was a piece in Politico like Pence may show up in front of the January sixth committee. I give that a 1% chance, and if he does, he's out of his head. Out of his head. The things I would say about him here, too much. The one conversation that isn't going to be had is the conversation of security. Where was it? The breach of the Capitol and the lack of security at the Capitol are still two major subjects, and they're not talking about the lack of security. I want to know about it. I want to hear about it now. I'm Tony Katz.